But I'm with you on that. I like um on the observant part. I'm very observant. I and I'm I guess I'm just one of those guys that when I'm around with a group of people and if there's not much that I can contribute, I just stay quiet and I just like stand back and see all the shit that happens in front of me, you know? And that's how <laughs> and that's how I know 90% of all the stuff that I know that I can describe it here in the podcast, yeah. which is wild. It's like it's it's incredible that I know all these fuck shits all because I was just really in the corner and paying attention and listening to all the shit that was happening in front of my eyes. I was like, I don't know. I don't know how's your scene in California, but I know in Miami, it's super fake. Like you um, can spot it right away. It's just as bad, if not worse. Re really? Because just because this is the hub, it's like there's, there's like different grades that I tell people about this shit because like, you go along, you play, you know, everyone plays a bunch of cities, everyone talks about it. And at the end of the day, what what a lot of consensus that people have come to realize is like everywhere around here, it's like Denver's like the base capital of like America. Like that's right. only true because they go insane at all the shows, but they go insane for every draw. So the way that I explain to people is like LA's like spoiled as fuck because places around the country, even Denver, Denver, Florida, all these places, they don't have all these people that just live here that just show up at space yacht that like throw shit on their USB that they made three days ago or like even that day that they're going back to back with their homie and they just end up playing and it ends up being like next year's banger and like no one really hears that shit. So like LA spoiled as fuck when it comes to music, we already know what's coming around within the next six or seven months, if not year, just by going to these shows, because these are all the people that put out the music. You know, if it's not them, it's it's literally all different tiers too that that play and that see this shit. So like, you know, you hear a lot, but it's like you can get LA to go insane, but the thing is you have to earn it. You have to earn it because of how spoiled they are, how many tunes that they hear, how many sick DJs that come through here that play and that are really good. And like that can, you know, actually play really dope sets. Like, dude, it's it is what it is, but at the same time, it's like if you can make LA go insane like the entire time you've actually done something and it's usually a better it's like a denver reaction or better because like pits get gnarly here denver pits like aren't sketchy pits get insane if the set's insane really like yeah yeah <laughs> sounds yeah, like you really mean you you've caused a few huh I've both caused a few and been in them and it's they're nuts. They're dangerous. Like people <laughs> swing. It's it's a cool time. Um, but like, you know, it's it, it's kind of just what I've seen over a different time. And like that's but that's something that like a lot of people have been able to agree on too, is just like LA's just like that. And they're hella bougie in that way. But if you come through swinging like with different ideas, different concepts, they will go insane. That's interesting. Yeah. The seat itself is like hella fake with a lot of people. That's also why, like, dude, even I sit in Discord with a lot of people that don't live around here because a lot of the people that do live around here are fake or like, you know, trying to use you for something. Yeah. Some random shit. And that's that's most people around here. And so and you never really know what anyone's up to or like not not what they're up to, but like what their real like intentions are. So, you know, you kind of just have the people, you know, and the people that you trust and the ones that believed in you from the start. And like you just hold on to those people. That's also why like the 40 ounce team is so important, because like Tanner and Eric have both known me for years. And like, I mean, I've known Taylor like but I just don't know Taylor like that well. 
Um, but um, what's it called? I've known Tanner and, and Eric for years and I've talked to them for years and like they've supported me and my music and like whatever I wanted to do also. Um, so like they're, they've been, they're just family at that point. Like they're not even, that's like the, I put out a tune on 40 ounce last year because they were like, you need one. You're the only one of the family that like doesn't have one. And like, that just doesn't make sense. Like, all right. So I gave him a tune and it wasn't, I wish I would have given him one better, made one better, but like it is what it is. Probably VIP it and put it out for free. Some shit like that. Make it different. But, um, you know, it is what it is like they, but their support and their, the, the gratitude and love I have for them. They're like some of the only people to play my music to ever. So it's like, you know, I, I love and appreciate them like to no fucking end. They're, they're like part of the family. That's freaking dope. Well, I definitely sympathize you with the whole, the whole scene because I, I, I I had an idea how the LA scene was, but I didn't know to what extent. It's bad. Well, you know, Miami is no no saint either, you know. Miami. I didn't think so. Oh yeah, no. I, I didn't say anything in the chat in the group chat because when you pull up the Forbidden Kingdom lineup, I didn't say anything because I didn't know if anybody knows a certain artist that got into that lineup, but that artist fucked me over. Here. And he used me. He used me to get to where he is right now. So it was so if if it wasn't for my help at that time that I convinced one of the promoters to take a listen to this guy, I don't think he would have come as far as where he is right now. And he's on the lineup. I didn't say anything because I didn't know if anybody knows the guy, but yeah, I saw it and I was like, ah, my success. There you go. You're welcome, yeah. asshole. Yeah, it sucks when you see that. I've had that happen a few times. But like at the end of the day, I don't know. I looked at it as I still had something to say. So I'm going to go do it. Mm. I never like I didn't take the position to like do something else yet. Like I tried to and it couldn't do it. So it's just going to be a lot of I kept track of who actually cared and who didn't, who wanted me to do well and who didn't. And like I still remember. It's not that I forgot. And like, those are going to be the people that like end up supporting me and playing my music anyway, or the ones that stuck around the whole time. So like, I don't really care. Yeah. At that point, at that point in my life, I'm just like, whatever, dude, just do you. I don't talk shit about you only in my podcast. If you listen to me, (laughs) but it's my own therapy. So I'm allowed to say or do whatever the fuck I want to do in my show. But yeah, just do you. Congratulations. You made it. I'm happy for you. Just, you know, don't ever fuck with me ever again. Like, don't ever talk to me or don't ever ask me for anything. Yeah. Yeah. And here, here, there's like probably like with my hand, with my hand, I can count only a few people that live here in South Florida that I consider brothers that, that, you know, that they're not fake and they're real. Free Free of them are established artists. Yeah. So it's like, okay, everyone else is, yeah, it's Discord or DNs, my show. That's how I met other people. You know, that's how I'm good at. Um, Mode Step, like, I'm very good friends with the drummer, Pat. Shout out to mm-hmm. him. You know, he, I love that guy. Um, he and I established a very good relationship. He and I. So he's just another one in out there in, in LA that I know mm-hmm. that I'm very good friends with. I didn't meet really anyone on the disciple team. You definitely need to uh, meet some of those guys, you know, at least at least most of that, because at least if you mention Wolves and they'll know who I am. But everybody else, 
I guess. I mean, it's gonna get. It's eventually. It's gonna happen. You know, maybe in Forbidden Kingdom. Come yeah, over I'm to Florida. Gonna, Come over to probably. Florida. I think I'm gonna end up going to FK. I don't. I don't. I don't know if I want to. You're very indecisive mm. about it. Like you feel like, eh, it's just another good festival show. Like I can go any other time. Yeah, pretty much. I get like it. I don't really care to go to Florida for anything realistically. Like I don't. I'm supposed to go in March or something. I don't know if I'm playing or not yet. I need to talk to someone about that. But um, other than that, like I don't. I don't know. I'm very much on the. I don't really want to go anywhere unless I like need to, mm. or unless it's like good for my mental. Mm. And because other than that, like I kind of got work to do and like going to those things just takes away from the time that I have to do this or to go ride. So like, mm. you know, I can go to Florida and it will cost me a stack to go to go to mm. pay for a hotel for food for right. everything else. Like basically cost me a thousand dollars to go or I can save that thousand dollars or I can use even half of it to go up to Mammoth for the weekend. It'll cost me less cost me less than half and I can go ride and dick around be in a place where I'd rather be than than at a festival with you know I mean and I say that now who knows I can I'll probably I could probably end up there I, there was a time where I said I wasn't going to Lost Lands and then ended up getting a flight like three days beforehand and took off no one knew I was going I, I do that a lot I'll just turn around and take off places I mean there's nothing wrong about that there's nothing wrong about the fact that you you know like it's it's not that you outgrew it. It's just like you know you got other priorities. That's what it is. You're yeah, like it's not that I don't want to see my friends play and stuff like that. Especially like Jandy because it's his first like real festival. Mm. You know, I, I want to right. No, Jandy, Jordan, Jordan. Who's Jordan? Which one's yeah. Jordan? I keep confused. J and D I. Jandy. Oh, okay. Level is Victor. Victor, I, I was I was with him at Lost Lands. Oh, okay. Like I go, I go. With, I I'm there for Victor a lot. Um, and it's not to say like I don't want to be there for my friends, but at the same time, I'm just like, it's just it's a lot. It's a lot to go through for just another festival. No, I, I feel you. I feel you. That um, that's how I felt every time you know, nitty gritty and most that ever come over to the Florida shows. Great friends of mine. I will always want to support them no matter what, especially everything they've done for me and how they're yeah. treating me and how great they are to me. Yeah. And I and I always want to be their fan and always want to be their supporter. And and of course, they tell me to come over. I'll do my best to come over. But if I can, it's because like, you know, life got life me. allows you to. Yeah. Like yeah. I got I got, you know, I got other priorities to take over. I got a fiance. I got I got work to do. I got other stuff mm -hmm. to, you know, stuff that, that I need to pay the bills, you know? Like, no, and that makes sense. There's no, there's nothing wrong with that. And that's like what I tell a lot of people too. And it's just like, when you become selfish is when it starts to work and pay yeah. off for you. And like, you know, I cut off, that was the thing is I cut off most, or I didn't cut people off, but I just stopped talking to most people mm. around like March of last year, February of towards the end of February last year. It's just like, I had it, I started to have a daily routine in life. And if it wasn't a part of that daily routine, then it wasn't, it wasn't anything I actually like cared about enough to do with and right. and like but i was also traveling a shit ton at that point so no one really knew where i was except like one person like and the people i was traveling with there was usually like one other person that just knew where i was and that was it and she was the only one that knew and then uh, like you know that it, it made me realize like the the when you have such less like such simpler things 
to worry about and like such less things to worry about. And then like when the people also, I learned a very big thing where it was like the people in your life need to be stable as well. Yeah. Um, because yeah. if the people in your life aren't very stable, then you're not going to be very stable also. And so like it teaches you to be stable and then you keep each other stable. And like, that's your support system for your friends. And like, so that was like the first time where I could really like do that and not have to worry about, you know, any one of my friends being like, you know, too fucked up for this, too depressed for that, like whatever it was, like people, I had like the three people I talked to every day, not even three. And like, that was it. And that's how it was for, for a long time. And then like, you know, so I learned a routine. I started to get my shit together and I started to learn how to like succeed and figure stuff out again. Um, cause I just couldn't figure it out for a while and no one brought it out of me. So I, I don't know. It just wasn't there. And then finally, when I figured it out and then, you know, came back to music and then figured out that like, I only, this takes up most of my time. That's, that is what it is. Like, you know, writing a song doesn't happen. You know, it, I try and make it happen as fast as I can, but at the same time, like songs can take three hours, songs can take 50 and you never really know when you get into it, it how long it's going to take. You just start working. That's, that's pretty much where it ended up being is like, I just work on music and there's like, I try in my life at least to have like at least one consistent person, at least one that I just talk to like most most of the day, and like that that brings peace of mind to me. Just so it's just like a consistency thing. I don't know. I don't know. It's really weird, but if I have that, like I can usually do whatever I need to do and get my shit done. It's like a alone but not being alone thing, I guess. Just someone to bitch at with about your problems throughout the day, basically. So he doesn't make it feel as bad. But as long as I usually have like one consistent person like that, I'm usually okay. And thankfully the people I've had recently in my life are like stable and successful. So it just kind of reinforces that forward. No, it's always great to to have at least at least one or a few that you can trust that you know that you could be yourself and you can just say whatever you need to say in front of that person and make you feel much more better about the situation. Not many yeah. people have that liberty. Like, like if I can tell, there's like a certain artist that I met that they say like, "Yo, if it wasn't for my best friend that was traveling with me, I would I I would have never handled this." It'd be like that a lot of the time too, because it's just like you. They don't realize they don't realize how big of an important role that they play in just being there. And that was like that was the biggest thing that I would used to tell her was I was just like, it is it's just being here is all it is. And like, that's like, so like being there just to deal with everything that's like, you know, so small to you or whatever it is, it makes me not feel like it's not as big of a deal that I can make this decision or figure it out. And like, it's something so small like that, but it works. If you take it from someone you actually trust and like take their word for it. And cause they know you, like I'm also not myself around people. Like I don't, I, I don't know. Uh, until last year, I didn't open up to anybody really um, and like talk to anybody. Um, and I still really don't. Um, it's just not something I, I do. You know, so actually being able to do that for once actually made me figure out a lot of myself and what it takes to be me. Um, because even I didn't know at, at some points, but I figured it out uh, through like this whole process. Yeah. And, you know, it, it worked. It, it definitely worked it made me figure out like what makes what makes me as a person and because i was able to be my actual self for a change and i don't even know what made that happen um 
literally just one day it was just like that and but it's only it was only towards one person and then that's pretty much it so like you know i can go along without like really kind of not being that person to anyone else again because it's kind of or like open up that much to somebody ever again because like at the point in time right now i have more shit to do and uh, like that's just gonna distract me or not even distract me but i just don't i i don't want to be like that open to anyone ever again at least until i'm stable enough to be able to figure it out on my own and be like okay at least i still have this so it took me a while to, for me to remember that i still had music so like i don't want to go through that again i don't know that's just like my mindset on it at least going forward so like i don't i don't want to add other people it's not it's not that sounds kind of snobbish in a way but it's not like in a way where like you know i don't want new friends or something like that it's just like my life's very like it's very simple but it's very particular and like if you don't know how to get a hold of me throughout the day like then you're probably not important enough to even do that it's just part of it's just how life's become and like you know my my friends that are my friends they know how to get a hold of me and they know exactly where i'll be most of the day like it's not hard i'm in discord literally like 14 16 hours out of every day unless i'm not home and if i'm not in discord then you know that i'm not home <laughs> i'm probably off doing something because right. anytime that i'm here this is open unless i'm sleeping so like you know it is what it is i mean but that's just dumb. i mean and then, let me say bro like we've only met for like a few weeks and you're pretty very open to me man and and the first i'll be open to people like to figure stuff out but like or like not to figure stuff out but like about like my life and certain aspects of it mm-hmm. um but there's a lot that i don't talk about and like mm-hmm. that's just that's just part of who i am like it's like you can you can learn whatever you want about me i tell i tell people all the time like you can ask me whatever the fuck you want i'll right. like i'll tell you whatever you want to know but like as far as like it's just the stuff that is that actually makes me your most people aren't going to know what to ask or how to get there and like it takes it takes usually me going through something or dealing with something in order to bring those things out and like it just doesn't doesn't really happen that's why like it's like there's a lot of sides to me like that just don't get seen and it, it is what it is it just means like the people that get to see it are the people that get to see it and it's really rare it is what it is i mean i i got this rare rare with you man I'm, i feel very very honored you know to listen to you yeah. listen to your story and listen everything that you got even from the day one that you and me met over discord like mm-hmm. i was just like wow i'm very privileged enough to have met this guy like wow like i feel like i'm not the only one out there who has gone through shit as well <laughs> like there's so many things that you and me we can that we we can relate we can relate a lot yeah. And I'm just happy overall that I met someone, you know, that I can relate to, you know, and someone that that could definitely express himself a lot. And it's only very private to certain people, you know, it's like yeah. that very open or not very public as like a lot of people have to be or want to be, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, like it's that's why, like, I'm not I'm not a very, like, complicated person or a hard person to figure out. Um, that's actually something that she used to say. It was like, it's kind of, a, it made her mad how simple I am. And like, I've, I've gotten that from a lot of people because like when you're too simple of a person, usually like there means like something's up, but just the fact of the matter is like, that's just how it be. <laughs> and like, and, and there's nothing else really kind of going on like up here. It's whatever's there is there. Like, and 
so like I'm a hella simple person. I'm hella easy to understand. Like, you know, but as far as like really kind of like opening up to for like a lot of shit in my life, like I just don't talk about it. But like anything music related or anything like that, I'll always tell pretty much anybody that wants to know or like, you know, where, how I got here, like the shit that I do and like, you know, what my past was kind of like and shit like that. Like I'll tell people because it's, that stuff doesn't really change. Like, you know, it made, it's kind of just who I am today. And like the experience I went through is just, that's what built me as a person. And like, you know, I think in very particular ways and very interesting ways. And, and uh, it's not really can say it's not really like many other people that's for fucking sure but that's just kind of what makes me me i don't know yeah i'm just a snowboarding kid that makes music (laughs) (laughs) it hasn't changed and you know it went from listening to music all the time to making music because i didn't realize when i was a kid that that was the only thing i ever fought for was realistically like as long as i had something to listen to Mm -hmm. no matter how whatever i got in trouble for or whatever was going on music was usually the thing that fixed it or like saved me from doing something dumb. Um, there's a logistics tune that saved my life when I was going to kill myself. That's oh. one thing. Yeah. Random, random fact, uh, random logistics tune years ago. Um, yeah. Are don't you, know why. Are you open to talk about it or is it just like, let's leave it in the past. Yeah. Um, uh, here pretty much what happened. It's not like, it'll make sense, but pretty much what happened was like, I, uh, I fucked up my shoulder. This is when I destroyed my shoulder. Mm. This was in uh, 2015. Um, and I was riding Big Bear and I basically got like a grade five AC separation in my shoulder. So what that means is basically every ligament that attaches your arm to your upper body via your shoulder and all of this stuff gets severed. Everything oh, gets Jesus. Yeah, sliced. Um, so pretty much like that happened and I was like going through some shit, but like, you know, you're on pain meds that whole time for like a month straight because that shit's fucked up. Mm-hmm. So like I had surgery like a week later or something like that. And like I had, you know, after I went through surgery, I was at a point or music was very interesting because I was a popular kid at that point, but I got hurt. And as soon as I got hurt and I stopped going to shows, people stopped talking to me. And, mm. um, and I was and like people stopped hitting me up to like hang out because I wasn't going to shows anymore. I couldn't get them in anymore because I wasn't going and blah, 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 whatever. And like, you know, I started to feel like hell alone. And I was just like, why? Like, what the fuck is up with this? And then like my best friend at the time um, had a boyfriend that like didn't. It's not that he didn't like me, but it's because I was a guy that he didn't trust it. So like, she didn't really talk to me either. So I was like going through a bunch of shit, dealing with that, dealing with mental issues, being in a bed for so many days, staying at my house, dealing with my parents, just being drugged up all the time. Like it it starts to fuck with your head. And like, so it just fucked with my mental state to a point where I was just like, nobody cares. Nobody gives a shit anymore, blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, after you take so many of those pills, like, you know, you don't have to take many more before you just die. <laughs> Especially because like I was taking, I went from taking one to two every four to six hours because of how used to it, my body got mm. and it wasn't taking away pain anymore. So like I had to use more. It was, you know, it was fucked up. So, I mean, I learned after that and after that whole instance, I was just, I was listening to music, like writing out a letter and, um, and just something about the song, just something about it, just made me be like, nah, 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 nah. Like, and that was 
like two weeks before I started music school or something like that. Really? Yeah. So what really saved you? That song itself? Like that's what like made you like change your whole life away or music school? I don't remember much I don't really remember much about it because I was really drugged up, but like all I really remember was writing out a letter to to Kels and crying while I was doing it, and then something about the song just made me say no. I don't I wish I had more. <laughs> I wish no, I wish I really that's, to like to that, give me something. No, bro. Like this is thank you for sharing the story, bro. Like you have no idea how meaningful this is, you know, to share this story. Like not many people do really talk about this. Like, you know, for me, like I've I had my own dark depression in my life, yeah. and because of it, I had to stop making music. Because yeah. music was the cause of my depression out of it. And I was living on a At that time, I was having a shitty job. I lived in a shitty home mm -hmm. where rats and AC broken down all the time. Music wasn't getting me anywhere. I was very depressed. A, a lot of things were holding me back. I couldn't contact my friend. I didn't have any friends over there. Here. Yeah. Here. Like, I could trust. Mm -hmm. I can hang around. Like, it was very rare. I couldn't hang out. So, it's like, I, I saved myself to be yeah. the, lone, the lone wolf, basically. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, that makes sense. And, and I had to stop making music. I had to stop making music because it was getting me to a point that it was, I felt it. I felt it that it was taking me. It was to, making me depressed. Yeah. It was literally making you depressed. That's how I felt making dubstep. <sighs> and I love dubstep. I love dubstep to death, but me making it was taking me there because it felt like I have to meet a certain expectation. And if I wasn't in those expectations, I wasn't looked out. Nobody will look at me. Nobody will give a shit about me. So I was more in the notion that, oh, yeah, like I need to please others before I please mm -hmm. myself. And that's how I got it all wrong. That's exactly what happened to me. So and it's because my friends were sudden death yaks. We were Tronics, these guys that were that I was around, you know, while they were blowing up and I was relevant because of them. And like I was their good homie, but I was also like just as good, if not better, at DJing. I just wasn't as good at producing. But like that's I was blow exactly. I was in that circle. So I just couldn't and I couldn't do it. And it sucked. And I felt like I had to meet expectations and make dubstep because that was my circle. And It, it was just like my friends and like, I don't know, it took me a while before I understood that I didn't have to do that. It took me until this year and understanding, going, figuring out myself to understand that like, that's not what I'm meant to make. And I'm glad that I went through it because making dubstep makes you learn everything. Yeah. If you learn how to make it well, yeah. thankfully I learned how to make dubstep well and not like rip offs of just preset packs and shit. Like exactly. I actually learned how to make stuff well. So like, It, it translates to everything so I can make everything. So it's like, you know what? Like, might as well take a crack at everything else too because dubstep, like, sadly doesn't pay. It's oversaturated. Like, my friends that are good at it, at least all my homies that I have are like the really cracked ones because, like, they'll actually get places and they're down to help me too. Like, a lot of them are at least. Well, that's a lot of the important ones are. So, like, and that's, that's all I can really ask for, yeah. like, at this point. So, But like, you know, making dubstep made me hella depressed and it made me hella upset because I felt like I had to fit in a box. And, you know, it it took sitting down and, and figuring out one day, like, you know, what 
what makes Ryan happy? She asked me that one day and I was just like, I don't know. And because I said I couldn't figure it out, it was just like, well, figure it out at that point. So, and, you know, thinking about it, I took like a few months to figure out what actually made me happy. And there's very few things that do. There's very few, there's still the same things essentially that do. And it hasn't changed. But like at the end of it, you know, some of what I'm starting to realize is like a lot of the stuff that can make you happy, you're not always going to have. So, as long as you can hold on to a few of the key ones that are always consistently there, then you're, you're pretty good. And, you know, the two most consistent things that have ever been in my life are snowboarding and music. And they went hand in hand uh, for a long time. And now, now they do go directly hand in hand, especially with what I do now. So like, it's, it's weird how that'll work out. I guess it's like, if, if you think there's a way, figure out the way. And like, if you fail at it, then try it again. Like, This is the second turnaround and hopefully this one actually works. I mean, the music's good or the music's better than what it was before, at least way fucking better. I agree. And, uh, and like, you know, the, the transparency's there. So maybe this will work this time around. I agree, man. And, and let me tell you, it's all offense to my fiance and my family that mm-hmm. I am where I am right now. Yes. Yeah. You know, music, I w- before I met my fiance, I was very lonely for oof, for the longest time. Yeah. And then I managed to met her through Batch.com. Nice. Yeah. I mean, who would have thought, you know, like you, I always make fun of it. I always make fun mm-hmm. of those, those because they do so much of those commercials, you know, like Match.com or eHarmony. Find your love, you know? So I make fun of it. It's like, oh, I love the farmer's market, the farmer's, uh, you don't have to be lonely at farmersonly.com. City people just don't get it. I make fun of all that shit all the time because I always say like, man, what happens if I get catfished? Then, you know, it's like, it, it's exactly all, everything that I was thinking about. And well, it took like four tries until I found the, the love of my life, you know? And then Dude, it, it worked. It worked, you know? And then when I f- f- met her, um, she did something that I never f- would have thought that in my wildest dreams would ever happen in my life. She <laughs> made me be me. As as cheesy or as cliche that may sound, ladies and gentlemen, um, if you have a significant other or someone, it doesn't have to be a, a partner. It could be anyone else. It could be a friend, a family. If they accept you for you, for who you are and how you are, um, be you. So she has set me for me with all the mm-hmm. perks and all the what all the highs and the lows from me. She knows that I'm a geek, that I'm into video games, that I'm into anime, that I'm into manga. She yeah. knows that I play Yu-Gi-Oh. I <laughs> I play Yu-Gi-Oh competitively. Like I go to yeah. tournaments and regionals and shit, why not? Oh shit. Yeah, I put I I buy and sell cards for that. You know, I I I I enjoy it, bro. It's like nerds prevail. The nerds prevail. Yeah, I know nerds prevail all the way, and and she accepts my music. She's not from that world, and which is rare. Yeah, which is very rare for somebody that's not into the industry that gets you. And she supports me a hundred percent with it, and she she gets as much as excited as I do whenever I do a song. And or whenever I get somebody over to the show to the podcast, yeah. she there's no doubt in my mind that I have her support right there, and she's a f- 
follower. Like I'm talking about her because she's gonna listen to it. <laughs> yeah. No, she's a. No, that's sick. That's a blessing, dude. It's, that's a straight up like that's a blessing, and like that's it's extremely rare. I've only ever had one person that did that. Like and like it is what it is. Yeah. But it, at that point, like it's you take you try and take the lessons that you learn from it, I guess, and like what it took to do that. But like. I don't know. I, I, I commend her for doing that because like no one's ever really told me or asked me to do that. Nonetheless, I don't think I could do it if they even said to do that. Like that's just something that like, I don't know. I've been, I, I commend you for doing that and like for just do like being upfront about it because like, I don't know, it takes a long time to figure me out and yeah. it, it's, there's, again, there's only ever been one person that actually did. And I, and like, and let me tell you, bro, it took me a while. It, it, it wasn't just like recently I figured it out. Like, no, it took me a while because um, before moving to Miami, I, living in my hometown in Puerto Rico, uh, my my last four f- years of college, I was with this toxic relationship, which at the mm-hmm. beginning was good, at the, but then halfway there was very toxic in which I was just like pleasing her and I didn't receive any of the pleasing. So I didn't yeah. know... And it was my first relationship. So basically, I didn't know how it really works. I yeah. Didn't, I didn't know how it, you know, if I had to put a hundred and she has to put her like, no, no, no. It was just bad overall. And there was a lot of things that she restrained me. She hold, hold me back for me, the person that I was. And it took me like a year or two or so when I moved into Miami, when I broke up with her. To really find myself and really find like who the fuck am I like is this who I am like is this what I do is this what I like and then after that it wasn't just like it wasn't just recently before I met my my fiance is where I decided myself you know what fuck it this is who I am anybody who wants to be with me they have to accept me for who I am and this is how I am fuck everyone else who tells me like, nah, you're a grown man. You should be acting like this. And that is like, who the fuck are you? Are Are you running my life? Are you paying my bills? No, shut the fuck up. You're not leading my happiness. I don't need anybody to tell me how, how I should be happy about. And it was just then it was just like, I saw as soon as I hit the jackpot with her, it was just like, I didn't know this is how love really is. I didn't know that this is what you're supposed to receive. Cause I didn't, I never, I never felt like it. I never, yeah. I never knew what it is. It was. Also- it's supposed to be really easy. That's yeah. that's the whole purpose. Is like, and people think it's supposed yeah. to be so much harder than what it's than that. But it's really exactly. It's, it's it's the easiest thing that you do because it's the it's just natural. Exactly. And like, it, it's just it's like I tell everybody else. It's just based off communication. As long as you mm. can communicate. And like, and not only that, but you have to realize how the other person communicates as well to be able to speak in a way that they'll understand what you're saying. Yeah. But like, as long as that's even, like, it's so it's it's that's all it is. That's all it takes. And that's literally. And that's why it's a blessing in the sky with her because like she and I have that communication. Like she on, like, there's nothing that we hide from each other. Like literally nothing. Yeah. I can tell her is like, babe, I'm in the bathroom taking a dump. She's like, okay, yeah. you don't have to be that upfront, but it's like, well, just to let you know if I'm not answering the phone, I'll and speak us. Yeah, yeah. But we're very honest with each other. We're fr- we're very front. Um, I don't hold back, and she knows that I have a subtlety of a hurricane when it comes to going being honest with someone. But it's like, 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I'm this rough. I wish I could be a little bit much more suffer the suffer the blow, but that's just how I am. You know, you know, like I, I'm just blunt about it because I'm tired of lying to people or, or not not lying to people for the wrong reasons. Not, I'm not saying that I'm a, I'm a liar. It's like I'm, I have to lie myself to mm -hmm. please others. That's what I yeah, try yeah. to get to. You know. Yeah, yeah, and I hate lying. Like I want to be as, as as front as possible. You want to be as real and upfront with yourself yeah. because if you can't do that, then you can't really do that with other people. Yes. Well, you can, but it's it's just you're just playing yourself at exactly. that point. Exactly. That's and, another thing. Man. Yeah, I don't need that in my life. Like I I need you that if I did something wrong, please come to me and tell me like, yo, you fucked up. It's like I didn't saw it. I didn't saw it. All right, I fucked up. I'm sorry. Just come towards it. I don't need anybody to tell me. It's like, oh, yeah, you did good. You did good. But behind my back is like, nah, this guy is stupid. Like, he, he fucked up. Like, 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 no, I don't need this shit right now, bro. I'm too old. I'm too old to handle this high school bullshit, bro. Come on, bro. Exactly. I'm, a, I'm a fucking, I'm in my 30s, bro. I don't need to handle this shit. Like, just tell me up from all this stuff. And that's how I am with her, with anyone else. I'm very up from him. And I give my honest feedback about it and she has set me like i said she has set me for who i am yeah and that's how that's literally how it should be how it should be exactly like it's um i'm very very happy for you that you actually found that because like thank you it's just it's a stability thing and it helps keep you under control as well people just don't realize or assess that at the point in time yeah and like you know it is what it is but it like they those people even the thing that I did realize is if they stay, they go. Um, you have to understand and appreciate what what you learned mm -hmm. along the way because that that's realistically what what's actually important. Because if you actually were happy, there's a reason why you were happy and it was something about yourself as well. You gotta figure out what that is. Mm -hmm. And like it was me being able the the final self-expression of being able to just make i don't know being accepted for for who i was wholeheartedly was very weird because that had never happened before but then it made me realize like that's what made me be able to make the music that i've made recently mm -hmm. so like that part still kind of stuck like the here even still where is it this i redid the mix down on it um here hold on it is right here the song that comes out next week, I redid the mix down for it. Is this, um, wait, hold on. Is this the, the 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 my favorite song? The the stay. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. I redid I redid the mix down on it because the sub didn't sound right. Right. But it sounds better now. But yeah, like it it took writing this song too for me to realize like. If you make what you want to make, like something about it. I remember making it. I remember how much fun I had making this song. Mm -hmm. I remember here dancing around in my chair, Robbie coming in, looking at me, people coming in, laughing at me, making fun of me because I was actually making music again. And like, I was happy with it. And this was like, this was the first time where people actually saw it because I wrote the song during the day and not at three in the morning. Right. Um, like down bad. And like this song, I don't know. Song's definitely different. Let's this is like my. F I love this song, and when you made it, it's like, yeah, I love it even more. <laughs> yeah. 
This is another Lone Wolf Podcast exclusive. Fair use, fair use. So many people thought it would be DMB too. I thought it was DMB too. I was ready for it. I was like. That's a good sick sick. I honestly thought it was gonna go, you know, very drum and bass at the second drop because I was just like, oh shit, are we really going with it? Are, are you telling me we're really going for it? Then you fool me with the whole happy card. It's like, ah damn. No, like I couldn't I couldn't do that. Like, I don't know, something about it just said it just screamed that. And you know, so that writing that song like really did help kind of solidify that I can make like anything, which was really cool. Um, and like, because of the mindset that I wrote it in mm-hmm. and like, you know, life was actually good. I could think I actually had the mindset of being able to be like, I can actually do this now. Yeah. And yeah. believing, I guess, believing in myself is always the problem. I still totally don't, <laughs> but like, it is what it is. Uh, I just think that I'm good enough to make like a lot of the music now, like I'm actually capable of doing it, but like, I'm not some crazy cracked ass kid. That's like a total nerd about it. I mean, I guess I am in a lot of ways, but not, not like a lot of people I know, but I make it work clearly. (laughs) No, you definitely Um, make it work, man. Let me ask you, like, if let's say like, if I, if I send you like a drum and bass song, that's like very happy, very melodic, like, are you willing down to, to work on it? Let me see what it is. I got it. You know how it works. Yeah, I just got it. I got. I, I got. I have to send it all. I, I just started not yeah. too long ago, but it's just like I got. I got so inspired by by making like a lot of cove and shit and yeah, happy happy must music and shit like that. I was just like, oh my god, bro! Like, I want to do it. I like. I want to try. So I'm just right now trying my first attempt on drum and bass, and I'll send it, it over. It's hard, but like, yeah, no, send it over. Let me see what it is. You, um, have, you I, tr- have you done drama bass before, right? Yeah, uh, here it is. Uh, it, it's actually a really good song. Um, it's hard to make. Would you say it is, or is like, eh? It's when you get the drums right, but you okay. gotta get the drums right. Okay. Oh no, profile it is where it's in here. There we go. <laughs> That's fucking dope. And that's just the intro. And that song of yours, bro, after this interview. <laughs> what the fuck, bro? Yeah, it was the first time I ever made DMB. Dude, that is that that is literally you feel dude, it felt like 
It felt like something I would listen to Monster Catters or NCS, man. Yeah. Like, you hit their home wrong with this remix, man. Like, holy it did, shit. It did horribly. <laughs> horribly? You say it did? It, it it has four out of all the stuff I have. This has like the least amount of plays. I'm pretty sure. 90% sure. Yeah, this didn't pop because I didn't put this out at the right time. But like, yeah, it has the least. It's funny that this and this have the least amount. 5K, 445. And if you go back to like the originals, like there's like 15K, 44, 24. That song did horribly. <laughs> yeah, the mixes are all, except for the first one I ever did. Yeah, that song did awful. It is what it is, though. I don't know, babe. That song, that song is sick. It's so good. Yeah, I, I don't know. I really liked it. I really liked it, and, and I like enjoyed making it. But like, yeah, it just did awful. <laughs> Which, like, it is what it is. Songs, mm. songs do that, and you know, it doesn't matter what they are. Were you happy when you made it? Well, what happened was I got put in a really bad mindset and I needed something to do. Mac Dubs was actually here. This was years ago. Mm. Um, and he saw like my mood totally change like while he was here. And then I was like, I need something to do. And I found these stems in my downloads folder on my Mac when I still on my laptop. And um, and I remember the day that I downloaded them, Level, Level was on FaceTime with me. Mm. And we were going over a bunch of stuff. And I was like, yo, do you want to do a Matrix and Future Boundary mix with me? He was like, I'm down. How long do we have? And it was the contest ended like the day before. Oh. And I was like, I can still get the stems though. He's like, download the stems. I was like, bro, like I, this is back when I was like, I'm never going to make drum and bass. I'm never going to make happy hardcore. Like those are, mm. I wanted to stay as a fan with those. And um, so that's what I stuck on. And I was like, I'm never going to make them and use them. And he was like, bro, just download them. And I was like, all right, fine. So one day I was just having a bad night and I opened them up and I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a crack at this. And John was here for like the first 20 minutes and then he left and I was like, I'll send it to you when it's done. Sure enough, like four hours later, around like two in the morning, I sent him a text and it was just like done. And I passed out on my bed after this. It's, it's ironic that this was at the time, the song I made the fastest it took me four hours. That's now I've surpassed that. But yeah, like that's, yeah. it was a fun song to make though. It was really, really fun. Um, it helped. I wasn't so pissed off afterwards. I, I fucking love uh, drum and bass. That's like that melodic, man. And especially when you got vocals like that, it's just like, holy crap. I don't know what it is. It's just, it makes me happy. If when I listen to it, it's just like very happy stuff that makes me, you know, groove on, you know? So that's why like, I, I have to take a crack out of it once in my life, you know? Like I have to, you know? Because like, I think like that's I think that's one of the reasons why I my goal to one day ever to release a monster card hits on me because it's like it's it's such a very hard hard goal to achieve but it's like with then like I'm pretty sure you can just like present some something good and with everything else that you can make you just, you can show this like see how versatile I am like I can just bend over and do different things. I don't have to suck with dubs. I can make dubs or I can make yeah. happy dubs. I can make happy drum and bass. I can make yeah, happy that, music. That's why like you don't sign to a specific label to do stuff. That's like a big reason why nobody does it anymore. You just sign the songs. Yeah. Because you don't you don't want to be stuck under control of someone else in oh, that yeah. sort of way. It's not fun. 
Oh, absolutely. and you end up doing a lot of work. I want to actually want to get get in touch with you with, with that experience on um labels. Like, what's your experience with them? Because I know mine is kind of, you know, roller. I don't even try. Don't care to. Um, if they'll pick it up, if they want anything from me, they'll ask. But like, I don't care to try at the moment, at least. And like, I don't have. That's why when people ask me, like, is there a goal, like a label you want to put out on? I was like, not really because like it the labels don't a label's not going to give me the satisfaction of anything mm. just means like the song got approved by a group of people mm. cool it's nothing against it but it's just like all it really means and they put money into it to help promote yourself which is cool right. but like aside from that like i don't i don't really care to release on a label particularly and that's also why robbie just puts out a lot of my stuff because like he can put it out that's totally fine if the songs end up doing well if people end up playing them and something like that then they'll find them would you would you be recommending somebody to say like yeah you know don't focus on a label just stick with your song make it make i was always told don't don't ever put out an EP unless it's on a big label and mm. labels don't define what you need to do. And I don't listen to many people, but like the people that I do listen to are the ones that are usually very, very respected and rather successful. They just kind of said like, make the music, music speaks for itself. That's what they've always told me. Eventually it'll a certain spot, but like it does speak for itself when it's actually really good. It just needs to be heard at that point. And in order for it to be heard, you just got to put money into it. So like you can put everything out yourself. You just have to understand that you're going to put like, you know, $500 behind every song between artwork and promotion and stuff like that. But it's going to pay off eventually. So like it is what it is. Like you have to do that. And like, thankfully I have people, you know, especially now that can help with promotion on different social medias and that can help with graphic design or like my graphic designer that I've had for years, Mason, he's one of my really good friends, like mm. been years with this kid. And he, one day we made a template for remixes and bootlegs that I do. And, um, and we've kept it ever since. So that follow me cover that's on there, that's just a template that we have that we just change the, the title and the color and that's it. And then we just go through and cycle through. So like he did three for me. The other day, just because it's a template, all he has to do is just do that and that's it. it takes him two minutes of a thing and then he balances it out. Um, like I paid for I paid for it once and then I was like, but we're gonna reuse this. He's like, Yeah, dude, bet. And like I send him money every now and then for doing like the little shit like that, because it doesn't take any time, but he's still gotta do it. So like, you know, help him out. But um, it's cool because like we worked that out and then he still does most of my artwork for me. Like he does the stuff for dejected, like whatever I want to do. Robbie's usually behind it. So like um it's still it's still a way that I can do whatever I want essentially and still be kind of supported by it and if the songs are good like I know enough people that hear the songs on a regular basis or while I make them or whatnot so like if they want it they'll ask for it go from there. But like label releases aren't really what you want because you need the promotion of people actually playing the stuff if you want to get it that way. So you will so you will agree with me when I say, guys, don't fucking send your music to labels. Like ignore these dumb devil submissions yeah, or emails. Don't, those, send, it. Those don't are... send it to them because like you're gonna end up getting denied for no real apparent reason. And yeah. if there's anybody that proved that the other day, it was Nappy when he was on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And Nappy kept going off about like 
how Bygore denied all these different songs. There's old sudden death tunes in there. There's fucking denied Lil Uzi Vert, Lil Yachty tunes. Like they had like so many songs in there that I was just like, how did you deny all of these? These all would have blown the fuck up. Why? And you know, that's what a lot. That's a lot of the time that happens because they're making room for the other shit that they already signed, and then usually like they'll forget. So like, you know, if you want to put out on a label, like it's not like I'm saying don't do it or something. If that's like some goal you want to do or some shit like that, like you know, by all means, like go ahead and try and do it. But it's not the most important thing in the world, right? Like, and that's that's why like I don't really have goals towards that. And that's what a lot of people like I talk to. They're just like. You know, they want to release on labels that they respect, that they've always listened to and stuff like that. And I get it. But like the music's going to get heard. The music's going to get heard. And like there's some things that you do like that, you know, will help you like Subsidy is great with releasing stuff in your numbers wise and stuff as far as it getting washed in like how a lot of the songs are in there. Um, I don't know, but it is, they'll get plays that much. I do know. So like no, I, it helps I I I asked this I, and I talk about this, you know, because for any listeners that's listening to sometimes it's these up and comers, they believe that, you know, they got their the music is good and, and maybe there is. And then yeah. they, and then the first mistake is, you know, sending that to these demos. And I made a whole episode about it said like, dude, there is a reason why I don't send demos to any any of these labels, because a these emails that they send nine times out of 10, they're just spam folders. You know, if you don't get a response in, from two weeks to a month, it's just like, it's ignored, you know, and C, they don't tell you whether they want it or not. I mean, D, like, they do listen to your song. They say they're not in it, but it's bullshit. It is in it for them. It is. If, you're, if your song is actually that par with the label, it's in it for them. But they deny it because it's what you say. They already got others planned yeah. out. Planned out. And... Obviously, they'll be like, well, I mean, I love the song, but this guy can do the same thing that you did. What's what's so different about yeah. you? Yeah. And that's what I tell people. It's like, all right, just like release it on your own self. Be independent about release on your music. Don't fucking focus about releasing music on you labels. Don't have they don't need to pay promotion, but that's it. Like, you yeah, can promote basically. And if you still want to do what I tell them is like, just, you know, Send send some of these songs to to your artists, to the artists who work on the label. Like if they have those, if they if they listen to music and they have those emails open for promo and whatnot, send it over. And if they feel they yeah. fuck with it, it's gonna get hurt. They yeah. they will wanna play it. Someone, some AR is gonna listen to it and they're gonna ask him, where'd you get the song? It's like, oh, I got it from this. And then one thing leads to another. And it works. Every time. That's Every how time. that's how that's how it works out. That's how it's supposed to normally work out. Typically, exactly. typically, typically. So like, yeah, that's what that's why I was saying like it's just people playing it. And at that point, like, there's tunes that I have that I just don't care about anymore. Where I'm just like, I don't know why I cared about them so long in the first place. But you know, just put it out. Literally, just put it out. Someone will eventually hear it. Maybe if not, like, well, at least you tried. But like, try and do it properly and put money behind it because that's what's needed today. Yeah. You don't have to sign it to a label, but you do need money behind it in order for it to kind of help you out. Saddest part, but it's okay because things could be so much worse. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it. Now, one thing I definitely want to ask you and talked about is that one thing that you told me on the first day that you and me met that you said that yeah. 
you were ready to launch your own agency. Yeah, at the time. At the time. So like walk me through again through that process one more time. You know, like like what actually came up with the idea to say that, you know what, like I'm I'm gonna write this agency. I'm gonna hook up all my boys. Everybody's gonna get booked and all that shit. Like walk me through what was going through your head and say, like, yeah, well, I was it was realizing that the people that I know, how many people I actually know, mm-hmm. how many of the next generation of dubstep and like so on and so forth that I actually get and they actually know me. Um, and it kind of all made sense to, at the time to, to go ahead and do it uh, because like it was a way I would be able to still change music. If it all worked out, it was a way that I'd still be able to like change how the kids that are getting booked, make sure the kids that deserve it are there based off of like talent and put them in the proper positions to make them put them on shows and things like that. Because like I am a really good A and R, really really good one, um, and like, and that's not even me technically saying that's through a lot of people that are respected A and Rs saying that, and like it's I could use it in that way, um, because I really do know like the next generation and like what they're all doing and the one after that too, I know where their standpoints are, like there was a sixteen year old in there with us earlier, that was showing us tunes like that's he's not the next generation. He's part of the one after mm-hmm. can help him out now. Like that's another kid. It's just another one on the list that I'd be able to help out. And like, and, but by doing that, like I was giving up music and it was, it meant that I couldn't, if like, I mean, it didn't mean that I couldn't make music anymore, but it meant that I couldn't put it out anymore. And anything like if a song got signed that had my name on it or whatever, I wouldn't be able to even get that. And it wasn't even about the money at that point. It was about just having the respect of having it be there because I couldn't have that. That wouldn't bring me being the agent wouldn't bring me enough satisfaction, at least now without giving music a genuine shot. And cause I know, I know where I fucked up and I know where I bitched out last time. And, uh, and so thinking about it and going through the motions, you know, like, it, it it took a lot of thinking and it took a lot of, you know, when I was traveling around last year and just going anywhere I wanted to doing whatever the fuck I wanted to, like, I started to realize like I could do this and be an agent. Like I can fuck off to whatever the fuck state. Cause at the end of the day, you're just booking the shows and making sure the contracts are signed. Mm-hmm. You're not the one taking care of them. You're not management. You're just putting them on shows, getting them bookings and like responding to emails and you can do that from anywhere. So like I was able to do that and snowboard and I was like there riding around answering calls on like the chair and like dealing with different stuff. So I was still reachable, but like, you know, I was having fun and it, it made me realize I was like, I could totally do this and this could be, this could be my life and it wouldn't be hella hard to do. But then when it became, when it came down to it and it was, you can't make music with your friends anymore. Like, or you can, but you're not going to get the recognition for it or anything like that. So like, you'll know it's your song, but like no one else really will. And like your friends will probably play your music because it's still you, but like, that's all you'll get. And like, for some reason it doesn't, it's not going to make sense to a lot of people too. Um, but for some reason I just couldn't let that go. I couldn't, I could, I threw away a job that can do me really well and I couldn't let it go because I wanted the recognition of knowing that I did something which is really, really dumb as an adult. But uh, at the same time, like wanted to give it one more chance. Having to make that decision was really hard um, because I had built everything to get the agency started. 
and had the money for it and everything else. And I, and I could have easily, I could have just hit it and started and it would have worked, but, um, I didn't. And, uh, and instead I decided to take this route and in hopes that it pays off. And like, part of me thinks that it will still like a big part of me thinks that it will, because too good in a lot of ways to not have it work out. I just need to figure out how to go about it in the right way. But I also know a lot of the right people already. And like some people have changed on me recently, but most haven't. And so I know where I stand with a lot of people and I know who's willing to help me. And the ones that are willing to help me are good ones to have to help me out. So I'm all, I'm all for it this time around. And, you know, I'll give it the genuine chance. Just there's, there's things that I got, there's conversations I had with people and things that I, I like really had to think about. And, you know, the most important question I got asked was, you know, what will make Ryan happy? I've only ever had one person ask me that. And like, but it made me sit down and think about it and make me realize that like, although money could help, it doesn't bring me the happiness that this would. So, so yeah, I pissed that away and to go make music with my friends. I so now I make those stuff with my friends. I wouldn't say you pissed it off away. You just decided that you want to do something that actually fulfills you more than the other. You want to do something that actually you're much more passionate about and that you're proud of. You're happy about it. Makes you happy. You know, and you weren't you weren't going to let anything to stop you to for not making it, you know? So I wouldn't say you piss it off because it's argument that has, could be done to me as well as like I graduated with major of electrical engineering <laughs> and I could have, you know, literally be working for a company or electrical company and I could be making $100,000 a year or something and make a good living, you know? But I decided not to do it because that's not what brings me joy. Like having the money doesn't make me happy. It's it's yeah. what I want to do that makes me happy. And luckily, I'm doing what I'm doing that makes me happier on a daily basis, you know? I'm happy with yeah. the job that I have. The job fulfills me. It gives me lots of freedom to do other stuff. I don't make that much that much money, but it's enough for me to say, like, I'm happy with it. Like, I'm satisfied with it. I'm, it's okay. Yeah. I mean, like, it, that was the other thing is, like, I remember looking at that and being like, everything that job would pay me, music's going to pay me. That was, like, one of the last things I said before I actually made the decision to go back. Mm. And I was like, I'm going to make it happen. I don't know how, but I'm going to find a way and I'm going to make it happen. I because mean, you're still in that right track. I mean, shit, you're the most talented person I've met, man. It's like only like then you I see you and I see another part of Nita Gritty, man, because you're definitely like you can put any genre on you and you will just make it. And it just sounds fucking insane. Yeah, I'm cracked that way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very glad that I can do that. And it took a lot of years of trying to figure out a lot of different things, but I'm glad like it worked out in the end. So that would have been, that would have sucked. If all that time would have been wasted for nothing. <laughs> I never actually figured it out. That would have really sucked ass. Hey man, in, in due time, everything will pay off, man. It, you know, maybe not now, maybe not tomorrow, but you know, sooner rather than later, it will pay off. And you'll look at this as like, Wow, holy shit. Like, look at all the struggles I had to endure and to get to where I am right now. Look where I am. You know, it's just it, what one of my old business managers, they told me is like, enjoy the ride. 
enjoy the journey you know it's not the destination it's the journey the thing is i've been through this before in a way and everything's happened exactly how it happened last time mm. time frame wise to everything it's it's fucking weird but the last time i went through this my life happened in a very similar way and i had to do a very similar thing to get out of it i just this time around i was a lot better at making music than i was last time <laughs> so when it happened literally almost to like the same day um, in slightly different ways, but still, still like 98% the same way. Um, I went back to music and I sat down and I made three house tunes that different. One of them actually I listened to a lot. Um, and then after that I made, <coughs> I, I think I make songs in threes is what it is. Mm. I'm starting to realize that now I make songs in threes because I made those three and then I stopped for a little bit and then I made ours and then two other ones rather recently and then that was it and they were dubstep i do it in clumps of genres too it's weird um but yeah like i was able to capitalize on the fact that i'm actually good at making music this time around so i made songs more and there's songs i can actually put out and utilize for something so like at the end of the day this time around i'm doing it with a different mindset and um, a lot better mindset and things like things change slightly before. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I see where it's going and like, I know, I know kind of where, where this can go and need. So there's no reason that it can't happen faster. Um, I just kind of got to know how to go about it. Well, we got like three more questions and we can wrap this up, my brother. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Um, these are going to be very good ones. So um, what has been up to now? your greatest accomplishment i don't know um i really don't know i don't really have one my my biggest accomplishments are self-accomplishments of shit that i'm able to pull off that's yeah. it like it's not but that's not i don't really have one that i've like i haven't that's the thing is i haven't released on any crazy label like i release with robbie but like you know robbie's like my homie at the end of the day it's not like and it's him helping me as much as he can which is what i appreciate the most but like that's that's the it's not like, you know, some random thing that I tried to hit up one day. Like, right. Robbie's like, I'm down to support you. So, like, whatever you want to give me, like, you know, let me know and that type of deal. And so, like, but uh, he he supports me as a person in my music and that's why I give it to him. That's great, man. So, I mean, like, uh, yeah, I mean, self-accomplishments is still an accomplishment. You know, something that you believe that you wanted to try it out, you wanted to achieve and do it. That's still an accomplishment, regardless of how you, you want to see it, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's, that's why, like, I don't I don't really have, like, you know, it's like goal setting or something. I was talking about that with Cheeto the other day. And, like, I was just like, bro, like, I don't know what to, how to even set goals necessarily. Like, I don't have, like, this isn't, this isn't like a, this isn't like a, a thing that I can, like, I can, I, it's not that I can't set goals because obviously you can, but like, I, my goals aren't geared towards the same way that everyone else's are is like i want to play this festival or this stage like i've played on the lost lands main stage you know it doesn't get much bigger than that mm-hmm. and it like granted it's not my own set but at the same time you still get the experience of playing to like tens of thousands of people and you're doing it with all your homies which makes it even better like you know like going back to back with level at the pre-party was one of the most fun times like me and him have ever had like it was just because like we were just able to do it and no one cared and like you know those those i don't look at as accomplishments like those i look at as like memories because those are with my homies i don't really like you know my friends know me like 
I don't know. Like the people that know me know me, and the people that don't just don't. And like I don't know. I wish like I wish I had a better answer because like nah, the, it's mean, like, there's there's no right or wrong answer about answering these questions, man. This is something that I want. I always want to you know preach out to everybody. It's like there's no right or wrong answers. It's just your answer, and this is how you feel. Yeah, you like, know? I I mean. I, I, will, I will never judge you. I will never judge anybody else. Like, and I, I always am intrigued listening to these answers because everybody has a different answer. Yeah, everybody. Whether it's something personal that they achieve, it's like, oh, you know, like, uh, I, I married the love of my life. That's a huge achievement. Oh, I got myself my first card. That's a, that's a huge. Oh, I yeah. played my first festival. That's a fucking huge achievement. Like everybody else has a different answer. You know, there's no right or wrong in all this. This is yeah. just your version, and this is what you felt was like. You know, yeah. just, and that's that. You know, and that's I great. Mean, last, it's within the past year. I mean, maybe like figuring out more of who I am as a person. That's all I really got. Like, because that's all. That's, that's all that really happened. Like, I, I went through a lot of shit. It, I literally, I yeah. I was not okay for a while. Like it's, it is what it is. Like there's nothing I can do about it now. And that's um, good. But, but like, I kind of figured out a way out of it. And mm-hmm. I mean, obviously like I'm a lot better cause I can do my life came back together. That's um, good. See, I, was, like, I will take that as accomplishment, you know, take the fact that you, you were in a dark place and now you're in a better place than you were before. That's accomplishment. Yeah. I will take that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I never really thought about it that way. I just thought about it as just life going back to normal and like being able to just do stuff again. I don't know. That's, it's a good, I guess it is an accomplishment because like, you know, you're not fucked up anymore. Yeah. Kudos, um, bro. Yeah. I mean, cause like I, I just, I wrote, I, all I did was write music. I mean, I wrote good music. That's it. Like I finally was able to write good music. It took me forever. Jesus fuck. You got it. You, you, you already. You already reached it, you know. Now everything else is just history in the making. That's how legend starts. Yeah. Now, so I guess like, what are you currently doing, and what do you hope to accomplish by? Is like kind of a hard question for you to answer. Yeah, it is because like I don't, I don't know. I just, I just want the stuff that I have to do well. That's it. That's as long as it does well. It's all I really care about, and get recognition for it. It's, it's very simple like do i want to play a festival sure do i want to play shows sure but like that's not it's not what's really important at the time like that's how i'm gonna get paid ultimately mm-hmm. but that's i don't know it's a lot simpler than that the songs that i actually made recently are actually good enough to mean something and that's probably why i just want more to be heard it's pretty straightforward i guess that's good that's good man yeah like, they all had a purpose i guess like between next week and the week after that's stay and down bad. Down bad is the first song I made after not making music for months, <clears throat> like a lot of months, and not knowing what to do. And then did that song in a night. And then stay. I wrote a few days after. That's pretty good, man. We're gonna end this with this one last question. Let's just say that you're walking down the street. You know what? Nah, bro. I'm gonna give you a better trippy one. This is one that I usually give to everyone. I'm going to give you a better one. Let's say that you're sliding down through the mountain on your snowboard. And then all of a sudden, a fucking jetty comes out of nowhere. 
and the Jedi comes out to you and stops you and you're like, yo, Ryan, I need your help. So, like, you need to come with me. You need to come with me. And then all of a sudden, you're surrounded by aliens and other sh other weird creatures. And, and you're like, yo, we need your help because we need a human. And only you can help us out with this. And you're like, all right. This is like, all right, you need, we're going to tell you what it is. But before you do this, just let you know, we don't know how long you're going to be out in the world. Here's a piece of paper. Write three pieces of advice that you will give to someone. What are those three pieces of advice? Probably to believe in yourself. Trust the process. Believe in yourself. Trust the process. I don't know. Don't give up. Those are like cores that I'm just built on. I don't know. That's like, yeah. That's perfect. That That's great. Yeah, I got nothing else. That's fine. Like, that's just like how I am. And like, as long as you're just a real person and you do those things, it should be fine. I'm I'm with it. As as classy as may sound, those are definitely very important cores to, for one to follow up, you know, and if people actually follow up this more often, people can actually reach higher than what they can expect it, you know? You know, sometimes it's the basic stuff that people tend to forget. It's like, <clears throat> oh, yeah, I shouldn't give him up. You know, basic stuff like that, you know, it does it does help a lot, you know? And as and as cliche or cheesy as it may sound, but you know, you can talk to some of the the big ones that they'll tell you the same things. It's like, dude, just don't give up. Just keep going, you know, like you got this, you know? It's weird, but it's it's a lot of doing that and yeah. realizing it gets better eventually. It will get better, you know. Sooner or later, it will get better and it will get you to the to the place that you want to be, man. Yeah, at least we hope. But I think it'll work. I agree. It'll definitely okay. work. Well, dude, yeah. thank you so much for coming over to the show and thank you for having yeah. this amazing conversation with you, man. Like it, like every time I talk to you, it's just like it's always an eye opener and I learned something new from you and I learned something new overall. It's just, it's dope. It's dope talking to you, man. Yeah, thank you. No, I'm glad to be here. Of course, man. Like before we leave, um, plug yourself out. Let the people know where they can follow you and, you know, what's the next songs that they expect from you? I believe every social is just Mantic Music. Um, and uh, I don't know, Stay comes out on my birthday next week on the 18th. Uh, yeah, January. Yeah. Down Bad is the 28th. And then <clears throat> there's... Uh, find your place VIP that comes out at the end of February, mm. uh, the last week in February. I think like the last Friday in February. Yes. Uh, and then there might be something in between that. There's probably going to be. I'll probably put out Dion's favorite tune just because it's dumb. Um, <laughs> and I'll have I'll see if someone can make me some weird ass animation for it. Um, and then I'll do Home is in March. It's a really old song that I've had for a while. Um, and then I might put out like the party rock thing or Spice Girls thing in between those. Um, I don't know which one, uh, but probably one of them. And by that time, hopefully I have more stuff because then, yeah, the month after I'm not totally sure about yet. There's a lot of other stuff coming up basically every two weeks. So I just have to keep track of it every yeah, something like that. Let me know when our collab will go out, man. That that's definitely one I want to promote the most. Uh, I could do that April, I think. Yeah, April or May, something like that. 
That's perfect, man. <laughs> okay, you. cool. That's perfect. I'll talk to him about it. Yeah, we'll talk later about it. You know, um, well, dude, Mantic, thank you very much for coming over to the show, man. You're a homie to the show. Anytime you want to kick it, you know, the show is always welcome for you to come over and we could talk more yeah. about other crazy shenanigans shit that goes in the for us. Um, guys, thank you for listening. And remember, every week is a brand new episode or a brand new topic. So always remember to like and subscribe for your weekly episodes at the Lone Wolf Podcast at youtube.com slash the Lone Wolf Podcast. Also, audio versions at SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Apple Podcasts. You can follow them at the Lone Wolf Podcast or Wolves and Music. Comment down below. Let me hear your thoughts. Share your experiences. If you guys got a specific topic that you want me to cover, you want Mantic to cover, please let us know in the comments down below and we'll do our best to cover it on the next episode. So thank you guys for tuning in and we'll see you guys at the next one. Peace.